Our youngest daughter, Maggie, is 19 years old, which is hard for us to believe, um, and yeah, we've been to Summit for, for a long time, so you know our family, and you've kind of watched our kids grow up too. Some of you have been around a while, maybe it's hard for you to believe too, but Maggie's 19. Now, when Maggie was like two or three, when she was a toddler, she would do this thing to where she liked to crawl into tight spaces. And, and I know that kids do interesting things like that, but she made a habit out of it almost daily. She, one of her favorite places was that space between the fridge and the wall, right? I don't know what the fascination was. She's just kind of scooting her way in there, but every time, right, there's no getting out. I mean, she'd get there and get turned and get her shoulders kind of locked in there and, or wherever she was, you know, kind of wedged in, then, then she would start yelling, but there was a specific thing. She wanted to let us know that she was stuck. But the way she said it was, it was so adorable. You know, I tuck. I tuck. You know, it's just, you know, and Donna's kind of freaking out. Oh, no, is she okay? And I'm like, this is hilarious. You know? So I was hoping one day to catch it in action, and we did. Here's a picture of Maggie stuck in another place. This time she was thinking, well, why climb up on the chair in the front? Why can't we climb up in the chair through this little hole, this side chair? This chair actually sits in my office now. This is my grandfather's chair. But she got a leg over there, and she was like, oh, no. I talk, I talk. And she's mortified. You can see the embarrassment. I've done it again. Why can't I stop this habit of getting stuck? Maybe, maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you are very much like Maggie, and in an area of your life, you are stuck. You're in a rut. Maybe you feel paralyzed, helpless. Maybe you know how you got stuck. It could be you have absolutely no clue how you got stuck, but you're stuck. And you want to move. You want to change. You want to get past where you are now. Now, what I want you to know right up front is that you don't have to be stuck. I don't know where you're stuck. I don't know how you're stuck. And we're all stuck at different places in life over different things. But you need to know that you don't have to be stuck. Actually, you only are stuck if you choose to be. Now, I know it's a big statement. I, I know, and I know I don't know your situation, and you're very quick to point that out. I would be very quick to point that out. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know my life. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I know it's, I, just hang with me. You don't have to be stuck. You're only stuck if you choose to be. Because what we're going to do today at the beginning of this series called Stuck is we're going to talk about decisions and how decisions can get you unstuck, get you going, get you moving. Decisions that you can make to help manage your situation. Because here's the deal. All of us live life and manage life through making decisions. That's just a normal thing. And you know that. I know that. Just That's how life works. And there are probably a lot of different ways that people get stuck, a lot of different areas in life that people feel stuck in. I've kind of, I, I made a list of five main areas that I think we often get stuck in, and, and maybe you have a different list, and maybe the list should be a little shorter, a little longer, but this is my list, and I have the microphone, so here's my list. Maybe you find yourself stuck in a money situation, maybe in debt, you're stuck in debt, or, or you're stuck, you know... At a, at a certain income level, and you're trying to figure out how to move past, push past, I, I, I don't know, you, you're stuck. 
Relationships, we get stuck. You know, we're just kind of stuck in our marriage. We're, we're in a rut in our family. I'm in a rut with friendship. I'm in a rut because I don't have friends. You know, it, relationally, you're stuck. Or with your health, right? I just can't seem to lose weight. I just can't seem to get healthier. I just can't seem to get over this hump. And we have all kinds of different ways that we describe it. Or you're stuck in your career. Same job, same job, same job. You're wanting to expand. You're wanting to move past it. You, you can't get to where you want to be. Or spiritually, you're stuck. And you just can't try to figure out how to get traction in your journey with God, your faith journey. You, you just kind of feel like you're in the same place, doing the same things, thinking the same things, going through the same motions. You're stuck. Now, while you sit there and look at this list and kind of ponder, hey, are, are these areas where I've, I'm stuck? And maybe, again, you have a different area in your life where you feel stuck. I think we need to at least be really transparent with ourselves and admit this, because if I'm sitting where you're sitting, pretty quickly I'm going to find myself thinking this right here. The truth is, right, so some things happen in our life outside of our control. And maybe you're thinking, that's why I'm stuck. That's why I'm stuck, because they did this to me. Or that's why I'm stuck, because this happened to me. This is why I'm stuck, because other people made decisions and I was left holding the bag. Some things happen outside of our control. Parents make decisions that children, you just have to deal with it. Parents, isn't it true that your kids make decisions and you just have to deal with it sometimes? Sometimes you're stuck because of things your boss decided. Not up to you. Nobody asked you. A decision was made somewhere higher up than your position, and now the trickle-down effect, and you, that's your, sometimes maybe your coworkers make decisions, and you just have to deal with it. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're just coming into the reality that um, sometimes government makes decisions, <laughs> and we all have to deal with it, right? Uh, tax season is coming. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> We all just have to deal with it. Or maybe life has happened, a tragedy has happened, or something like that. Some things happen outside of our control. But even then, the things that happen outside of our control, we manage those things through decisions. Now we're back to decisions. Maybe you're stuck in an area of life because of something outside of your control. But even the things that are outside of your control, you manage that, you survive that, you cope with that, you deal with that, through decisions that you make. Maybe you didn't put yourself here, but you're here, and now you got to figure out how to get out of here through the decisions. And when it comes to decisions, there's two basic categories of decisions, right? And we all know this. I'm not telling you anything new. I'm just trying to help us get you know, on the same page together because I'm going to take you somewhere. There's good decisions and there's bad decisions. Good decisions and bad decisions. However, I like to, to talk in terms of wise versus unwise rather than good and bad decisions. Here's why. Because you often don't know a good decision is going to be a good decision until after you've made the decision, right? And you often don't know a bad decision is a bad decision until it's a little too late and you look back and go, that was a bad decision. However, if you think in terms of wise and unwise, it kind of helps you with a little foresight and, and you're thinking, you know what? I can, 
I can anticipate that this is a wise decision, even though I don't know how it's going to turn out. Or I've just got a hunch here, and just based upon what I know in life, based on what I've experienced, that's probably not a wise, that's an unwise decision, even though I don't know how it's going to pan out. So think wise and unwise. Now, isn't it just oh, a kicker here that bad decisions, unwise decisions are so much easier to make than good decisions? You ever notice that in your life? I, I've noticed that in my life. It's so much easier to eat a donut than spinach, right? You say, well, not me. I like spinach more. Well, you can leave and find another church because we're not your people. We're not your people. You don't belong here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It takes all kinds, even weirdos like me. Yeah, isn't it true that bad decisions come quicker and easier? than good decisions and wise decisions. And, and i tell you what makes it even more challenging. It, isn't it true that it often takes a lot of good decisions to overcome one bad decision? You make one bad decision, and you're probably going to have to make a lot of good decisions to recover from that one bad decision. I'm not trying to depress you. I'm just trying to help you realize some things about good and bad decisions. You can make one unwise financial decision and get yourself so far in debt that in order to get out of that situation... You will have to make a ton of wise, good financial decisions telling yourself no, 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 no to Target, no to this, no to that, no to this, you know, on, on and on you go. Good decisions often take a little time to pay off and pay out. But think wise and unwise, and I want to challenge you to be really honest. To be really honest about the good and wise decisions that you've made and to be really honest about the bad and unwise decisions that you've made. And it's so important for us to be honest because we have a tendency to lie to ourselves. I have a tendency to lie to myself. I lie to myself all the time. You lie to yourself all the time. Oh, well, you know, that's just, I couldn't help it. It's just what I had to do. I've just had a rough day. If people, you don't understand, you know what, you owe yourself. You owe yourself this, and if, if people knew what you were going through, and yeah, well, I can't because they didn't do this, and I have to do this because they did that, and we're constantly passing responsibility around, we lie to ourselves, this is not really that big of a deal, I've got a handle on this, it's only one time. Be honest about the good decisions and the bad decisions you've made. The wise decisions you need to make. The unwise decisions you need to stop making. Be honest with yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Be honest with your personality. Because personalities are different, right? I mean, there's, there's lots of personality types, and depending upon what you know, system you're talking about. But everybody here probably fits into one of two categories, generally. Either you're the kind of person that is more likely to make a decision you just make a decision and then you think about it later. You just decide. You're impulsive. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to put everybody in that. No, no, no. But you tend to be a little bit more impulsive. You decide and you think later. Now, others of you are on this side of the spectrum. You think about it, 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 and you may never get to a decision. Right? Now, I'm a little bit more on that side of things. I can think something to death. And, right, be honest about which, which of those 
you find yourself in. Be honest when, when you look in the mirror. Be honest about the unwise decisions you've made in your life because you've made some dingers, man. Haven't you? I have too. And it's okay to be honest about some wise decisions you've made. Just say, you know, that was a wise decision. That was a good decision. If you're stuck, be honest and say, I'm stuck. Be honest and say, you know what? I got to get moving. I got to stop this. I got to start this. I got to move and get moving. Be honest. And in your honesty, some, some of you might be sitting there going, okay, I've already made some really bad decisions in my life. I, I've made some very unwise decisions in my life, and, and, and that's why I'm stuck. I mean, it's, it's definitely on me, and, but I, I just don't know what to do. I feel like I mean, there's nothing I can do to go back and change the past. I, I've gotten myself in this mess. Now I feel stuck, paralyzed. Here's the deal. We just happen to believe in a God who forgives. We just happen to know that the God we worship is a God of second chances and third chances and more chances than you will probably want to admit you're going to need. We serve a God of new beginnings. We serve a God, serve a God of, of start again. Learn your lesson and go again. And so you've come to the right place and you're here at the right time to get unstuck with making better decisions. But here's what I want you to get in your mind, and if you can get this in your mind, and I can get this in my mind, I'm telling you, this is almost so simple and too simple, we miss it. What I'm getting ready to show you right here, this will, this will set us free when we realize this right here. We must decide our way through what we decided our way into. Now you're stuck. You're stuck. Now, I get it. Okay, some things are outside of your control. We have already talked about that, okay? So stop looking at everybody else and blaming everybody else, okay? But Because even if somebody else did something that put you in the situation that you feel stuck in, you got to manage the results of that through decisions. But for most of us, we are where we are because we made decisions to get us where we are. We must decide our way through what we decided our way into. See, it's almost so simple, we miss it, right? Here's the deal. You can't wish your way out of things that you decided your way into. You can't wish, and, and we hear people, oh, I just wish it wasn't this way. Okay. Well, I just wish it was different, but it's not. I just wish this would go away, but it's not. You decided your way into it, you can't wish your way out of it. Hang with me. You can't hope your way out of something you decided your way into. You've got to decide your way through it. Hope is a horrible strategy. Well, I just hope it gets better eventually. I just hope things will all work out in the end. I just hope, I just hope, I just hope, I just hope. Well, you can keep hoping, but until you start making and I start making some better decisions and wise decisions some different decisions, hope is just going to be a word. Now, let me take it one step further. Okay? You can't even pray your way out of what you decided your way into. Now, we'll talk about prayer in a minute. Prayer is very important when it comes to making wise decisions. We'll get there. 
I, I hear people all the time as a pastor, I don't understand, pastor, I don't understand. I'm praying for God to get me out of this situation. I'm praying for God to change this. I'm praying, and all of those, but I think God often looks at us and says, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Right? Are you going to make some wise decisions? Are you going to start making some better decisions? We're just looking for God to, to get us out of the mess. We have decided our way into, you have to decide. Prayer is a huge part of it. We'll get there. But you have to decide your way through. Others of you like to talk your way out of it. You can't talk your way out of it. You just can't. You have to decide your way through. Decide your way through. It's a process, and it's going to take some time. If you have decided your way into a financial mess, I can promise you, you're going to have to make some good decisions to get yourself out of this financial mess. You play the lottery all you want of whatever you're trying to do and praying that uncle is richer than he is and he dies quicker than he might. Okay, that's fine. And you, okay, but you, bottom line, you're going to have to make some decisions. Relationship, marriage, okay? <laughs> Your marriage is what it is because decisions were made to get it there. And if you want a healthier marriage, you want a stronger marriage, you got to make healthier decisions in your marriage. Change the way you live. Change the way you treat each other. Change the way you talk to each other. Your health, okay? Yes, there are tragedies. Yes, there are things that happen to us. But most of us are in the health situation we are in because we have eaten our way there or sat our way there or lazied our way there, Okay? And, and then there's no quick fix to that. You have to healthy decision your way out of it. Is this making sense? You have to make decisions to decide your way through, spiritually speaking. Same is true, right? You're just looking for a lightning bolt. Oh, I just need God to come down and just turn my life around. You know how God's going to turn your life around? When you are willing to participate with the process of making wise decisions that are honoring to him. We'll get there. Just hang with me. Because see, this is spiritual. What you may not know is that this whole decision thing is a spiritual thing. It really is. It's not just about common sense. It's not just about rationale. It's, it's not just about calculations. It's not just about reason. It's a spiritual thing. There is a spiritual dynamic to making wise decisions. And this is true whether you're a Christian or not. This is true whether you consider yourself a, a spiritual person or not. There is a spiritual dynamic to this. And if you are a follower of Jesus, or if you believe in God and you are trying to figure out what it means to follow Jesus, then listen up. Let me show you. Let me take you all the way back. Here are some of my favorite passages that have been most helpful to me and help keeping me on the right track of wise decisions. Solomon writes, get wisdom. Develop good judgment. Look at there, wisdom, good judgment. Wisdom, good judgment. That's what we're talking about here. That's what we need. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. I love that. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. Good judgment is knowing what to do with the wise thing that you discovered you need to do. Right? Good judgment is knowing how to apply the wise thing you've learned. Solomon writes in another part of Proverbs, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. If you're going to make good decisions, you can't just loan it. Right? We, 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 want, we want to do it all ourselves. I don't need anybody. 
I know what to do. You know what? I don't know what to do, but I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I always have. I always have. I always will. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. I always come up with something. I always have. What? No wonder you're stuck. No wonder your plans keep failing. Because life is bigger than you. Life is more complicated than just what you can contain and understand. And I can contain and understand in and of ourselves, which we will see in just a moment. But you need advisors in your life. Wise counsel. Another one of my favorite passages, and many of you have heard this before, and this may be special to some of you. Solomon writes, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So see, our focus is putting our trust in him. And do not depend on your own understanding. Now notice, he didn't say don't try to understand. Often that's mistaught. Don't try to understand. Don't, what? Don't try to be human? We're humans. We're, we're, God created us to want to know why, and why did this happen, and how can I keep it from happening again, and what's behind this? And He said just don't depend on your own understanding, because eventually your understanding is going to hit a wall. And you're only going to know so much. And you're only going to understand your situation so much. And you're only going to be able to figure out so much. So when you get to that point and you're going, I'm scratching my head here, I just don't know. I'm just kind of pulling my hair out and trying to figure this out. I've done that too. <laughs> don't depend on your own understanding. He goes on and says, seek his will in all you do. Let me go back. I think I faked the guys out in the back. There we go. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. Pretty simple, huh? I wish it was easier to do. I wish it was so easy. But we're talking about how to make decisions to get you unstuck. Maybe, maybe what you need to do is start with saying, okay, Lord, not not." Just get me out of this mess, but help me to know the next wise decision I need to make. And, and I'm depending on you to help me know what that wise decision is. And his promise is he'll show you. He'll show you. Let, let's go to the New Testament. A couple places. James, the brother of Jesus, writes this. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God. Ask. See, a lot of times we don't do that. We, we don't. We complain, we gripe, we get frustrated, we get depressed, we get discouraged, and we just kind of lose our gourd on situations in life and just kind of, oh, what am I going to do? And we've never stopped to ask, God, oh, Father, could you help me ask? And look at this, he will not, and, and he will give it to you, he will not rebuke you for asking. You ask him for wisdom, and he's going to give you wisdom, and he will not get upset that you ask. God's not looking at you, looking at me, going, come on, you big dummy, you should know this by now. Come on. No, no, no. He's like, yes, I thought you'd never ask. I wonder how much wisdom we miss out on, because we simply don't ask. Let me show you one more thing Paul writes to the Corinthians. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, in other words, whatever kind of decision you make, whatever kind of decision you make about anything in life, do it all for the glory of God. There's a spiritual dynamic to this. No matter what decision is in front of you, ask yourself, is this wise, unwise, more, more importantly, is this gonna be honoring to God? Which decision would be most honoring to God? 
Now, sometimes neither. It's, it's like the blue car or the red car. God doesn't care. Which one do you like better? But in most of the decisions that are going to help us get unstuck, it's about paying attention to how to honor God with the decisions we make. And as I read all of these passages and we look at all this together, the two things that jump out to me when we are trying to decide our way through what we decided our way into is prayer and wise counsel. I mean, if if you take everything we just read, there's this asking of God, trusting in the Lord and seeking his will, looking to him, it's prayer. You cannot make wise decisions consistently if you're a follower of Jesus, without prayer. Prayer is huge. You know what prayer is? Prayer is prayer is you aligning your heart and your mind and your thinking with God's. That's what prayer does. When you're talking to God about it and you're asking for his help and you're asking for his wisdom, it is bringing your heart and your mind in and your will into an alignment with his. Now, with that said, listen very carefully. It takes more than just prayer. It takes prayer and wise counsel. Because just because you've prayed about it doesn't mean you're right about it. Let me say that again. Just because you pray about it doesn't mean you're right about it. Because often what we'll do is we'll lobby up a prayer, oh God, help me with this, and then we'll go and make a decision. Because there's something missing here. Pray about it and then think about it. (laughs) Pray about it and then listen. Pray about it and seek wise counsel. There have been many unwise decisions made on the heels of a prayer. People say, ah, well, I don't understand. I prayed about it. I know, but did you listen? Yeah, but I prayed about it. I understand, but this is a very unwise decision. This is a very unwise decision, and you could have seen this on the front end. Well, I prayed about it. I don't know. It's just like if we, like it's a formula. Like if we lobby up some prayers up to the guy above, then we can basically do whatever the heck we want, and we're good to go. No, 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 no. Just because you pray about it doesn't mean you're right about it. That's why as you read through the passages that we just read, wise counsel is such a big part of this. Pray about it, think about it, and then seek wise counsel about it. You know what wise counsel is? Listening to wise voices. Wise voices. Not just anybody. Not just anybody with a title. Not just anybody with degrees in front of their name or behind their name. Not just anybody called a pastor. Not just anybody that's on a church staff. Not just anybody that is called a Christian. Okay? Wise people. How do you know they're wise? Well, you look at their life. It's not going to be perfect, but you see wisdom in their life, and you're like, that person, I need to run this by that person and just see if they can help me think through this. And maybe they can help me see what I'm missing. Wise counsel, wise counsel. Here's a couple hints. Go outside of your peer group for wise counsel, okay? Go outside your circle of friends for wise counsel. Because your friends, they're probably in your circle of friends because you all think the same thing anyway. You, you have so much in common, right? And a lot of times we say, well, I did seek wise counsel. Wise counsel, I, 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 listen, I asked all my friends, and they told me I should do it. Well, they may just want you to shut up, right? Maybe they're just tired of hearing you gripe about it. Fine, fine, we think you should do this. Oh, my gosh, would you ever just stop? Go outside your peer group. Go outside your friend, your circle of friends and relationships, and seek 
counsel that is truly wise. And here's another hint. If you're young, okay, and we all are, but if you're young, find someone that is older and wiser than you and ask them. Why? Because they've had more experience making unwise decisions. That's simple. Right? Well, I've asked all my friends. No, 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 no. Okay? Pray about it and then seek wise counsel. As you decide your way through what you decided your way into. Yeah, this decision thing is huge. Let me point this out. This is very important. We want to kind of put tools and resources in your hands. And I want you to know this. Um, this is such a big topic, this whole thing of decision-making, and there's no way we can cover everything today or in a you know, few moments that we have. Um, let me show you a series we did last year. Last January, we did an entire series on decision-making. It's how big of a deal it is. It was called Any Mini Money Mo. If you were around the summit a year ago, you would remember this, or at least remember this graphic. Okay, go to our app, go to our website, and if you want to dive deeper, if you think this decision thing is your thing, this is going to help me get unstuck. Yep, I've made some really dumb decisions. I need to make wiser decisions. Then spend some time looking and listening into that series. But let me leave you with this question. What do you need to decide your way through? Because you're stuck. And you're not stuck like somebody else is stuck. And you're not stuck maybe the way you typically are stuck, or maybe you are. Everybody's stuck in different ways in different areas, but you know where you're stuck. Be honest about it. What do you need to decide your way through? Or another way to say it is, what's the next wise decision that you need to make to help decide your way through what you decided your way into? What do you need to say yes to? What do you need to say no to? What do you need to say wait and pause to? Maybe later, not now. Be honest. What you might discover, and this is hard for us, what you might discover is that the next wise thing for you to do is not what you originally planned to do. And we get stuck right there. Right? Because if you're like me, you've planned it out. You've planned it out, and you want your plans to go as, as determined, predetermined, right? I'm executing my plan. But don't we, all, don't we all know that life throws so many curveballs at you? I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I didn't plan on that. I never knew they were going to die. I didn't know they were going to get sick. I didn't know the, the company was going to go under. I didn't know I was going to get fired. I didn't know I was going to get cancer. I didn't know. I didn't know. And so you can only plan so much. You can only plan so much. And now you're in the situation you feel stuck. And so the next wise decision is a decision you never thought you would have to make, maybe. And you need to make it. And you know you need to make it. Deep down, you need to make it. Make it. Make the wise choice. Whether it's a money thing, relationship thing, a health thing, a career thing, spiritual thing. Oh, oh let, me, let me point this out. This is so important. So very important. Once you make a wise choice, that's not the end of it. A wise choice must be followed with subsequent wise choices. That's why New Year's resolutions don't last, typically. Well, I decided, I made a resolution, I don't know what happened, because you stopped. You stopped making wise choices. To decide to get healthy was a wise choice. And then Mickey D's helped you just spin out of control, right? You stopped. So, so when you stop making wise choices, you get stuck. 
So you make a wise choice. Some of you need to make a wise choice today. But that wise choice is only going to be transformational in your life if you continue to follow it with subsequent following wise choices. And another, and another, and another, and another. And here's the good news. The more wise choices you make, the more you flex the muscle of wise choices, the easier it gets. You begin to develop decision-making muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Not saying it's ever going to be easy, but you'll kind of get in the habit and the groove of making wise choices. Where are you stuck? What do you need to decide your way through? Because you decided your way into it. You're going to have to decide your way out of it. Let me give you a moment. I want everybody to close your eyes. All locations. Everybody, close your eyes, bow your heads, kind of block everybody else out. And just think about that area of your life where you feel stuck. And right now, why you're there is irrelevant. You're there. And the way you're going to get out of there is about decisions that you need to make in there. Key decisions, wise decisions, followed by more wise decisions, followed by more wise decisions. That's how you'll get unstuck. So I want to give you an opportunity right here, right now, to do what James, the brother of Jesus, told us to do. Ask, ask, ask. And what Solomon in his wisdom said, trust, trust, and he will show you the wise decision you need to make. Let's take a moment. And I invite you to say to God whatever it is you need to say to him. And let's pray together in the quietness of this moment. Father, it's no surprise to you that we're stuck where we are. Maybe for us it's hard to admit, but we know it. I don't know where everybody else is stuck or tends to get bogged down in a rut. I certainly know where it is in my life. So, Father, I ask that you would give me wisdom and then give me the courage to act as I trust in you. And I ask that for my brothers and my sisters that are here, that you would give them wisdom on the next wise thing they need to do to help themselves get unstuck. Maybe they, have, maybe they didn't make the choices that, that brought them to this point. Maybe they couldn't control what happened, but they can certainly decide what to do from this point on. 
And, and then so many of us did decide our way into the messes that we're in. And decisions are the only way out. So we do pray and we do ask for your help. And show us the wise people in our life. Whose voices we need to hear. Who have been down the road ahead of us and farther and longer than we have. And have experiences and invaluable insight that we need to listen to, that they can pour into our lives. And then as we pray and seek wise counsel, you will show us how to decide our way through what we have decided our way into. And give us strength. Give us power. As we do this, decision by decision. In Jesus' name, amen.